that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Cocoa Express Show Network. I'm your host, Aurelia Lyles, and we are live. I have been doing this show for nine years, and I have to tell you that each time I do a different show about a different subject matter, I fall in love with what I'm doing even more. And yesterday... Um, in preparation for this particular segment that we're going to do today, I decided to take a trip. So I went on a field trip, and my field trip took me to Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it all stemmed from an article that I read in the New York Times. No, it started before that. Um, many of you know that I've started a youth mentoring program. And in April, on April 21st, we're supposed to be having our Hat and Pearls tea. And I am not a hat wearer, so I was trying to find a place where I can go to kind of try on hats and, and see what hat would suit me best for that particular event. And I came across um, a company. Well, initially, I decided, you know, the only hat companies that I knew of, hat places that I know of, were in New York. So I said, you know, I'm just going to take a trip to New York and, and find me a hat. And um, I'm looking for, you know, the hat company in New York that I was kind of had in my head. And I stumbled across this article about um, a woman who um, owned 100 hats, a Harlem woman who owned 100 hats. Then she bought the factory. So I said, well, that's an interesting article. So I decided to scroll down and read the article a little bit. And what was so interesting was the hat factory was in Philadelphia, which is close to where I am now, and the showroom is in New York. So I said, you know what, this would make for a great article, because a, big, a great show, a great segment, because um, it really hones in to what Black History Month is about. And I have to tell you that my trip to Philadelphia was not only eye-opening, but it was also educational and enlightening to me. Now, I know many of you are saying, well, you know, well, how could that be? It's just, it's just hats. It is so much more than hats. Um, the owner is Reverend uh, Georgette Morgan Thomas. This woman is so amazing. She is just fabulous. She has the um, tenacity to travel every day from Harlem, well, four days a week from Harlem to um, to Philadelphia to the hat factory. And in the factory itself, it is adorned with so many beautiful hats, hats for men, hats for women, hats for special occasions, hats for everyday wear, hats for the cold weather hats for the springtime, just hats all over the place. And I got the opportunity to really tour the factory, see how hats are made. Now, I'm clueless to how hats are made, and I got an education on how hats are made. 
I got to meet with her staff. I really got to understand more about who I am in this experience. Now, um, uh, Dr. Morgan, I mean, Reverend Morgan Thomas, she is a former educator, and she had the opportunity to to buy the hat factory, and she, she took it, and um, it pays off for her because in our conversation, we talked about um, supporting the community, and she supports the community by owning the factory, by employing people in the community, and also by offering opportunities for um, people, individuals to come in and learn the, the millinery um, skill. And it is such a detail, ornate skill that it requires you to really, really, really be focused and spend a lot of attention to detail. And I didn't know that, you know, you heated the, the, the material for the hat to mold it around the mold itself. Many of the, um, the, the pieces of equipment that she has in the factory are um, very old. And when I say very old, they're from the original hat factory. I'm skipping some steps, but I'm going to go back. They're from the original hat factory, which opened up in 19... 19- let me make sure I get my um, facts straight. Um, I believe in 1923. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to just go back on that one, and I'll come back to you on that. And so some of the pieces are really difficult to, to replace because they don't make them anymore. So they really, I mean, it's all wooden blocks. It's none of that. I, I actually positively or nothing plastic in that place, nothing at all. And, you know, when we sat down and we talked, we talked about the history of hats in the African-American community and how hats made us really show our respect for ourselves and how they enabled us to to stand tall because when you're wearing a hat as she says you know when you're wearing a hat you know you hold your head up straight um basically she says it gives it, it gives a woman good posture when something is on your head you hold your head up straight and we kind of lose a lot of our our history and our heritage and the things that we are and, and who we are and what we've come to be or what we have come to be to a certain point because we are so busy trying to forget tradition, forget the things of our past, to move forward to um, the things that are happening today in the modern technology. And don't get me wrong, modern technology, and I've said this dozens of times, has its place in, in society and it's necessary. However, we can't forget our past. And she's holding on to the past because this particular art, this skill um, is required because you can't find a hat made that well in many of your department stores. Um, what they do and how they do it is just unbelievable. Now, 
The um, um, originally it was the S&S Hat Company in Philadelphia, and it became for sale in 2015. And she jumped at the opportunity to own it. Now, if she's able to call, and I understand if not, I know that she's in her showroom um, on Saturdays, and it may be a, may be difficult for her to kind of um, meet with us. But um, after having the opportunity to sit down with her, you know, it just it just made sense to continue doing the show, even if she's not able to make it. Now she invested more than a hundred thousand um, dollars, and it took and took it over in January 2016, and she renamed the hat fa- the, the factory American Hats. Um, so she's living hats. See, we have these things that we do in our life that really kind of crack me up because I'm guilty of it myself. We love something so much, and we will put so much money into a thing, but we don't own it. And that is where we make a big mistake with ourselves and how we invest in ourselves and invest in things that we love. She owned 100 hats. She owned 100 hats. And when the opportunity came up, she found a way to buy the hat, the hat factory. So not only does she like hats, but she lives hats. And, you know, that is something in itself that I believe that we've gotten past because in our past, we had our companies, we owned our own companies, we were manufacturers, we were suppliers, we, you know, we did the craftsmanship, we did all of those things, and we supported each other in those things. Now, and the beauty of it is that, you know, the company lost some revenue, some annual revenue, and she didn't fold the business, and she didn't say, ah, that, you know, I, I don't know how I can make it. This is not going to happen. She continued to build the business, even with this huge financial um, account loss. And that also states, you know, that she's really invested, forgive me, she's really invested into her um, her community, and she's not walking away, she's not giving up on her community. Like many of the the businesses that come into our communities and they stay for a minute, they gain the um I guess the trust and the loyalty and and they suck the dollars out of the community and once they reach where they want to go they are gone and you're not remembered or thought about. Now, last year, the factory sold over 3,000 hats, ranging from $90 to almost $400, and that was a 40% increase, um, you know, from 2015. So they're really gaining a lot um, back from their loss. Now, the factory is 18,000-square-foot factory, and I walked the factory, and it is definitely filled with racks of colorful hats, and, you know, I, I, you know, stood in her office, and it's filled with hats all over the place. Now, what I'm trying to say, you know, without trying to be, I guess you could say, kind of preachy, right, that we really, we really, really, really need to, to lend support to our businesses, 
lend support to the people who are trying to sustain our legacy as entrepreneurs, as, as business owners, as people who are holding that torch. Now, she's holding that torch, and it's burning brightly. However, we need to have more people with their hand on that torch as well so that they can carry it forward into the future. Now, and I was correct in stating that the um, SNS Hat Company began selling headgear in 1923. And she showed me that, you know, not only are the hats, um, you know, beautifully made, one-of-a-kind type of hats, they also, some of the hats have a unique appeal to them as well. She had a beaver hat that was there. Now, I posted some pictures up um, on this link. Hopefully, they were all um, were able to be uploaded with no problems. But she had a beaver hat, and that beaver, because beaver now um, is an endangered um, species, so you can't really get any beaver now. But she had some beaver from the 1950s, and she made some beaver hats. I think it's Hungarian beaver. And that hat is sharp, a beautiful hat. But these are things you can't find. And as we look at fashion right now, the hats are coming back. You know, women are wearing fedoras as well as men. Um, Kate Middleton, she's given um, new life to the hats in our, you know, in our fashions. And, you know, um, you know, it's just fascinating to see this happen, what it is, how it's done, how it's made. And her staff, wonderful people, her staff are wonderful people, and she takes good care of them. She makes sure that they have what they need to do what they need. And when she, you know, was made aware of, you know, when they were made aware of this huge financial um, account loss, uh, they decided like I said, not to shut down the business and not to cut back on a lot of things, but they decided to cut back on the number of days that they work. Uh, she still works five days a week, but her staff works four days a week. And, you know, she's not leaving. And I um, I have to say, you know, and I, when I'm like this, that means that I really am um, supportive of what they're doing, what she's doing. She is really, really, like I said, she's holding one of the keys to our future. She's, you know, and it was handed to her, and she wants to be able to hand it to others. And in our conversation, she let me know that um, she is willing to um, train young people to learn the arts, uh, to learn this art of hat making and you have to really, you know, she wants students to intern at her factory, and she eventually would like to open a second factory in Harlem. And this is a skill like carpentry and, and plumbing and all of those skills that require, you know, your hands. Um, this art form, and I consider that an art form, um, it's, it's coming back, but the way that it's done at the factory is the original way, not, you know, with uh, the the iron trying to steam the hats and, and that nature, but the original putting the, the 
fedora, the uh, felt in the oven and letting it cook. I had no clue that you had to cook fedora, um, cook the um, the the material to curve it around that the the, um, the hat form. I had no clue, and I was just like amazed, awestruck, mouth hanging open the whole nine yards. So, please, you know, um, when you know when she was you know made aware of the financial trouble they were running to people who supported her would give her a hundred dollars here's a hundred dollars for the factory just to help her out you know and that's how we're supposed to do that's what we're supposed to do we are supposed to support each other we're supposed to lift each other up instead of tearing each other down now i can go on about that i can just step off of this segment right here right now and i can turn around and i can tell you how important it is for us to support each other and how we do not do a very good job of it at all that we spend the majority of our time looking down on each other when we're trying when there are those who are out there trying to do something to better and uplift um, our communities and you know we've gotten into this habit and the habit that we've gotten into is a habit that we've learned from history to not trust each other, to not believe in each other, and to not want to help each other. And that is a daggone shame. And it annoys me. I see it every day. And I personally try my best not to judge anybody. If they have a dream and they want to pursue their dreams and goals, I am with you 100%. If I can help you, I will help you. However, it annoys me and it bothers me, bothers me, bothers me so much when I see and hear people knocking somebody who's out there on their hustle, grinding away, trying to make a better way for us, for us, including themselves. And they get a lot of flack, a lot of pushback, and a lot of naysays and negativity from people who are absolutely busy doing nothing. So, I'm getting off my soapbox right now on that one, and we're going to go back to this particular um, venture. Now, the hat factory is at 2251 Frawley Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Um, and that's from memory that I'm remembering the address. And you can go into the factory. is open for visitors. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you can go to the factory Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you will be able to, um, see, you know, try on different hats or have a hat specially made for you. And that's the other beauty of it. You have a one-of-a-kind hat that you will not ever see anybody with on their heads because I know one thing I hate is to be looking at myself in the mirror when I'm walking down the street. I like a unique outfit, and I want to feel that it's a one-of-a-kind outfit, and this is where you can make that experience happen. So all you ladies who are hat lovers, Mother's Day is coming up, Easter is coming up, and I know you want to put on your little bonnets to go out there and show the world how beautiful you look in it, and this is the place where you can go and find a beautiful bonnet. Now, if you really want to reach out to her, you can go online and um, the website is AmericanHats.com. Um, be- yes, that is what it is. And if you're in um, Harlem, uh, it's, 
and you want to go check out some hats there at the showroom, you can be able to find that information out online as well. I'm going to try to look it up for you really quickly to see um, so that I can give you that information. Now, trust me. Yes, you can. <laughs> trust me. I walked through the um, the factory and I saw, I even saw them design and create this one particular hat. This hat was so sharp. I was like, wow. And everybody asked me, did you get pictures? No, I didn't get a picture of that hat because I was so busy sitting down and taking in the whole atmosphere. And the atmosphere just brought me back to believing again, believing that, yes, we can again, and that the current climate that we're in is not going to dictate who or what we do and where we go. It's up to us to decide who we become and where we go with it. And we can do it. And she is doing it. Now, like I said, I'm going to look up the information so that I can give you the actual website so you know exactly where it is that you should go. If you want to go to visit the um, the showroom in Harlem, and I, I would recommend because, like I said, I've seen some amazing hats. And I'm definitely going back because I have to get a hat for my hat and pearls tea. And I also need some hats for the summer so I can protect my beautiful brown, cocoa brown skin from getting um, messed up, you know, in the summer months. Um, And, yes, I said that. And we really have to, um, we really have to come together and start really paying attention to each other and what we're doing because there are people out there doing some amazing, amazing things. And, okay, I think I found it. Yes. Oh, and they have this particular type of ribbon that you cannot find it anywhere in. Nope, that's not it. Um, You cannot find that ribbon anywhere, anywhere. And, they make a particular hat. This hat is spectacular. And um, it is there and there only. I'm busy looking for the um, information so that I can give it to you. So if I see a little distracted, I'm trying to do because I don't have um, any assistance today. Okay, American Hats LLC is what it's called. And I was correct. Um it is 2251 Frawley, F-R-A-L-E-Y Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The uh, zip code is 19137. And the website. And I'm so glad I, I went. I'm so glad that I, I took the time to go. Okay. And it's a great place to, um, you know, they do have excellent prices. And I believe... Let's find out where the men's, where the, um, let's see, the contact information is, ding, 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 okay, the number is uh, 267-345-1141, and it's Reverend Georgette Morgan Thomas, she is the, um, the owner, and she also runs the shop. As well, she's in there. She's doing the, the advertising, the marketing, the merchandising, the whole nine. She's she's the kind of hands-on boss that you want to have, and you want to be proud 
uh, that works there. Now, the hat designers are Harriet Rosebud, Tim Crawford, and Sonis Sonamouth Sanis. I kind of messed it up, but um, so that's her. That's her um, hat designers, and like I said, she really would like to. Um, um, train others to be able to learn the skills, and it it does take skill. It takes um, attention to detail. It takes concentration, and it, it's a lot of um, really precise work. So it's an art form. When you when you're that uh, meticulous, you have to be. When you have to work on something that meticulous, you have to really concentrate. So it's not a place where you can go and work if you want to kind of like chill and just show up. No, you have to really work. And that's important, too. And I think that's another thing that we've gotten away from. We've stopped um, really taking pride in what we do and how we do it. Some of us believe that showing up is enough. And it's not. It's not enough. We have to do more than show up. We have to show up and show out. And what I mean by showing out is not acting like a fool. I mean, show out by being the best at what you do, making what you do so flawless that you can be blamed for anything. That's what I mean by that. Now, um, I uh, am sure that, you know, she had some things come up, and I'm not mad because, like I said, I had the conversation with her. We We did have an amazing, an amazing time yesterday. And we just talked. And that's something that, you know, you can't go into someone's establishment and sit down and talk with them and talk about history and talk about their business and talk about all these different things and feel so welcomed and and um and just invited in. And that's the feeling that I got. And that's why I really believe in this company, and I really believe that we should really show some support. And to my surprise, I was kind of flabbergasted to know that, you know, some of these big celebrities have not gone there to show, to lend their support and give their support to this establishment because she's holding the keys. She's holding the keys, and she's holding it down, but she can't. She needs our support. We need to rally behind that. You know, many of us, and I'm just going to say it because I refuse to buy another iPhone because they're too expensive, but many of us will spend $900, almost $1,000 on a phone, you know, which I can't, for the life of me, I just can't wrap my head around that. But we won't give any support to our own businesses and the people out there working really hard trying to keep our legacy alive. So, you know, my question to you is, what is going to be your legacy? How are you keeping what you believe and what you hold true alive? What are you investing in that gives you um, a sense of belonging and a sense that a sense of knowing that when you leave, this will still be going on in your name? What are you doing? I mean, we leave legacies for our families every day. You know, we leave a legacy of debt. We leave a legacy of um, poor communication skills. We leave a legacy of ignorance in a lot of ways. And that has to stop as well. 
And this is what I'm seeing is a prime example of us having a, a true solid footing in our community and in, in our history and the history of future generations. So you got to kind of ask yourself, you know, which side am I going to go on and figure it out. You got time, you know, to figure it out and work on it. Um, it's not that because you were young and, you know, when I was young, I did this and that, could have did this and that. It's not too late. It's not ever too late to start something and to begin living your dreams. And I, um, I have to tell you, you know, having sat down and had the conversation and I had to look at myself as well to see what it is that I really believe in and what am I doing for myself, for my community. Um, and I'm trying my best to, you know, make a difference and make a dent in um, what my legacy will be, what I will be leaving behind. And I'm asking you to sit down and think about that for yourself and to do the same because we are a powerful, strong community if we just take some time and invest in ourselves and our neighbors, our friends, and our community. We could do a lot more. We could be a lot more. We could have a bigger voice, and we would probably be standing stronger. So I realize that she's not going to be able to make it. Like I said, I know that she works in the showroom in Harlem. And, you know, I have nothing but the utmost respect for uh, Reverend Morgan Thomas and what she's doing. And I was humbled to have the opportunity to sit with her and meet with her and just learn more and, and understand more and actually be in the presence of one of the keepers of the keys to our future and our past. And and like I said, I was blown away. And I have to say i just grateful and thankful for the opportunity. Now, um, that's the end of the segment. Um, I just wanted to give you some dates to keep in mind because we have a whole bunch of things at, going on. And I'm trying my best to stay on top of them. Now, next week... If you're in the Wilmington, Delaware area, I'll be having um, a um, public speaking 101 um, workshop for kids. And uh, we're going to be um, graced with the presence of Steve Duncanson. And if many of you are familiar with the uh, Couple Express Network, uh, Steve Duncanson used to be one of our hosts. And he's going to be live and he's going to be with us. I'm here in Wilmington, Delaware. He's going to be working with the kids on public speaking, which I think uh, is going to be an amazing um, time and an amazing opportunity for these young folks. So, you know, if you want more information and details, you can, you know, ring me on my cell, which is 215-221-2286. That's again, 215-221-2286. Secondly, um, I mentioned our Hat and Pearls Tea, um, April 21st, and um we're also working on uh, coming up um, a men and boys fine dining experience. So um, that's going to be interesting. So it's going to be a father and son fine, fine dining experience. And <laughs> that's going to be a blast. Uh, our 
next month, we're also going to be having a branding discuss branding workshop for our kids, uh, for the kids in the community. So if you're interested, you know, um, like I said, hit me up on my cell. Now, what we try to do with um, the uh, mentoring program is uh, it's funded by me, and I just ask any individual if they want to sponsor a child. And we charge $25 to sponsor a child, but what they get is so much more than that. And we don't, we're not always successful with, you know, sponsoring kids, but the, the workshops go on just the same. Um, you know, like I said, we just got to, you know, lend support where we can. But the interesting thing for me is that sometimes um, I'll speak to people who said that their kids are interested and they don't show up. And that's unfortunate because what we're offering them and what we're giving them is something far more than um, – they ever expected. We're trying to provide these children opportunities to be exposed to different scenarios so that it's not unfamiliar to them, so they can understand it when they encounter it as they get older. And that's the thing. That builds confidence, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to build confidence through etiquette. So the name of the um, program that I'm discussing is the Village Mirror Etiquette Program. So if you're interested, like I said, hit me up on my cell, and we can discuss, you know, the program further in detail if you like. Now, I am going to take myself uh, back into um, wherever it is I'm supposed to go because I've not been good with my schedule these this past two weeks, and I'm trying to get better. So I'm going to just say that if you have an opportunity and a chance, take some time out and check out American Hats. It's S&S Hat Company, American Hat Company, um, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And learn more, see more, and do more. On that note, I'm going to tell you, like I always tell you, follow your dreams. Don't follow anybody else because your journey is destined to be, and it's not for you. So do what you feel that you need to do. It's good to get ideas from other people, and it's good to communicate and um, brainstorm and, and discuss things with people, but the influence from them may not be the direction that you're supposed to go into. So you just got to understand that it's always good to get information and get in, gain insight and get a second opinion. But the bottom line is, if it's your dream and your goal, you have to make the decisions for which direction and what direction it goes in. The other thing is you have to really take good care of yourself. I mean, really good care of yourself. You cannot sit down and not do anything. You have to get up. You have to move around. Those are important things that you have to do. Your body requires you to take care of it. You are blessed with this body. And it is a blessing, a gift, a gift that needs to be taken care of. And I'm coming from a place of experience. You don't take care of that gift, it will shut down on you. And that is so important. you got to take care of yourself. I think I said it right now four times, so you know how important it is. That means eating right, exercising, being around the right kind of people to make you think right. 
um, and getting enough rest. We do not sleep as much as we should. And it really wears on the body. It wears on the skin. It wears on everything in the mind. And understand that if you're in good health mentally, physically, and emotionally, you can take care of those loved ones so much better. And they will be so grateful and so glad that you did. Um, That is going to be the end of it for me. And I have to tell you all that it was really a pleasure having this opportunity to just be with you again. I'll be back again because there are so many things going on out here that I am going to share with you. And um, let's just keep doing this again because, you know, it's been nine years. So I think we're going to continue doing it some more for another nine years, maybe more. So on that note, be well, take care of yourself, and God bless. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com.